Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of October 29th, 2023. Astrology Foundations 101 is my six-week class to help you learn astrology from the ground up. The cost is $222. Each class is taught live on Zoom, and they are yours to keep. So if you miss a class, you'll have the recording. There are also optional assignments and an optional study buddy if you're interested. The cost is $222. Class begins today. Now, if you're hearing this too late and you miss class, you can catch up. So go to the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com to enroll. Learning astrology yourself puts you in the driver's seat where you can decode your natal chart, which can bring more self-awareness, improve your relationships with others as you start to understand yourself and your internal wiring, and make more conscious decisions. I'd love for you to join me. The theme of this week is Handle with Care, and there are three big things I'd like you to think about as you navigate the week. The first is that Mercury, the planet of communication and thought processes, transportation and commerce, and Mars, the planet of action, aggression, drive, and conflict, are meeting today at 11 degrees of Scorpio. So look at where that is in your chart. And if you have planets, even 10 to 15, especially in the fixed signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, there may be a story for you in your life. So high road Mercury articulates, analyzes, and negotiates. Low road Mercury destabilizes and argues. Mercury also does not have any dignity in the sign of Scorpio. So it's not one of its favorite signs to be in because, you know, intellectualizing and rationalizing is done in the head. And water is about emotions. So it's just a little uncomfortable here. And the day after Mercury went into Scorpio, there was this huge accident in Louisiana where 150 vehicles crashed along Louisiana's I-55 amid dense fog. Mercury was trying Saturn and, or separating from this, trying to Saturn and approaching Mars. And there's this horrible, you know, 150 car pileup. So we may be seeing some more of that, especially when it meets Mars. Because Mars strives its energy, its drive, and on the shadow side, Mars can be very destructive. 
it severs. It can be cruel and brutal, especially in the sign of Scorpio where Mars is at home and it can do its Mars thing well. Now, Mars and Scorpio is great, especially like for detectives or surgeons. It gives like stamina and staying power and it's very motivated to achieve. So when you bring Mars and Mercury together in Scorpio, this is really a lot of powerful force that I'm recommending you handle with care. You may be finding you have an increase in mental energy and you can bring with the Scorpio focus and intensity to achieve what you want to achieve. It can be incredible for someone who wants to present their positions well in where they're giving a speech or a presentation or defending a thesis. This is great energy for that because with the Mars, be able to defend your position. Now, problems could be acting out of ego. Mars is very primal and can, can really get the ego going and then just starting a fight. Um, with someone or just, you know, squabbling with someone, arguing with someone. And Mars and Scorpio can like that stinger can come out and there can be something said or done that permanently severs a relationship or like takes a lot for healing. So keep that in mind. This is present throughout the whole week. And there's a lot of oppositional energy. Now, oppositions are an aspect where two planets are 180 degrees apart. They're as far as they can be from each other. And oppositions come in, they are typically come in from someone outside of yourself or, or something outside of yourself causes you to act or make a decision. Oppositions are often challenges. As we start the week, we're coming off of the oppositions of both Mercury and Mars opposing Jupiter and Taurus. So someone may get a lucky break with this. Jupiter can bring luck and abundance. Yeah, like two people could have a problem and it can lead to them, Mars severing of whatever they were contemplating, whatever deal they were negotiating. And then because of that person's bad fortune, it could be your good luck. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that person's bad fortune. People can decide to part ways, but this gives you a lucky break. Yes. Also, I'm getting like bank heist energy from this opposition. Now, this opposition was present in the eclipse yesterday. I'm sure there has been a lot of stories about what has happened yesterday, or it actually may be the big action may be happening tonight. We shall see. One thing we're seeing in some major cities in, uh, in Oakland, where I live, there have been, and this has been going on for a little bit, like these, these gangs or whatever, people stealing cars, Mercury, and using them to, as weapons, Mars, to, to, to drive them into stores, to, to loot stores. So Jupiter in Taurus, um, trying to, using the cars as a weapon to steal from stores. Yeah, we're seeing an increase in that. It's called bipping, I believe. And it's absolutely awful. 
Also this week, the sun will be opposite Jupiter, sun in Scorpio opposite Jupiter in Taurus on Thursday. So this could bring blessings in from someone else, monetary gifts, your boss. Someone can't go on a trip. They ask you to travel and this could be a lucky break for you. And then on Friday, Venus is opposite Neptune, Venus in Virgo opposite Neptune in Pisces. This can be, something can seem too good to be true. Um, There can be illusions that like, in relationships, it can be like taking off some rose-colored glasses and seeing what's there, what the reality is. So just be mindful. If someone offers you something that sounds fantastic, read the fine print because there could be some kind of scheme underneath it. And on Saturday, Mars is not, excuse me, not Mars, Mercury is opposite Uranus. So Mercury in, in Taurus, opposite Uranus in Scorpio. This could be a big surprise, sudden event, um, freedom, a fast turnaround. Yeah. So notice what energy outside of yourself causes you to make a decision. There's a lot of this oppositional energy. So, you know, to handle this week with care, Pause before reacting is my recommendation. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Saturn, the planet of structure, duty, responsibility, achievement, hard work, Saturn tests us. Saturn's about commitment. Yeah, Saturn stations direct at zero degrees of Pisces. It's stationing on a critical degree, the first degree of the sign, suggests that there's going to be some story about it on November 4th when Saturn goes stations to go direct. Now, it's stationed to go retrograde June 17th, so there could be a story from June that kind of you had to put things down for whatever reason that lost momentum, that got stalled, that starts again or comes back up again. So notice notice what's happening around Saturnian things. Look to the house that you have Pisces in in your chart. And there could be something where you're tested around this. Now, Pisces rules things like water, oil, drugs, compassion, music, creativity. I'm wondering if the writer's strike will end, um, if they'll finally negotiate an agreement and be able to move forward as they think about, you know, the long-term ramifications of this long strike. The studios, which are very Saturnian, have been putting up a lot of resistance to what the actors are asking for, which seems very reasonable, especially about the AI piece. Yeah, them being able to just take their image and do with it whatever they feel like doing um, is a big contention. So we'll see if we see some forward moving with the actor's situation a something that's very Saturnian that we saw related to Saturn and Pisces and the Mercury trine Saturn was that a pilot was off duty, but in the cockpit of an American Airlines flight headed for San Francisco when he grabbed the red fire handles, which would activate the fire suppression system and shut off the fuel supply to the engine. Shut off. Saturn fuel supply Pisces. 
Yeah, and Mercury on a plane, Mercury trines Saturn. And the man is 44 years old. That's the Saturn opposition around that time. So I expect he's around his Saturn opposition. He got arrested and he's going to have serious consequences for, for what he's done. But that's, yeah, like that's a Saturnian event that was brought on by drugs. Apparently he was on magic mushrooms. So magic mushrooms, Pisces, a drug. Um, he took these actions and now Saturn, he's facing 88 counts of attempted murder. It's a really kind of wild story. So for, for ourselves, think about what career goals, responsibilities, duties, ambitions, really notice what comes up around Five days before, five days after is when we'll really feel it as Saturn is slowing down to the station to go direct and give us some forward momentum. I'm so happy about this. Yes, I am. So yeah, notice what occurs in your life, especially related to topics that the house you have Saturn and Pisces currently transiting. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that we have a last quarter moon at 12 degrees of Leo on Saturday. Last quarter moons are a time where there can be rewards for what came before or consequences. So this is a really good time to look at your whole eclipse season story. Leo is fixed fire. It's very related to how we express our unique selves. Yeah, think about what you've created or what you want to create with this last quarter moon that brings joy into your life and lights you up. This last quarter moon is part of a moon phase family. This is this 27 month cycle where at every nine months, your chart is activated in the same place where there can be a story that evolves. The new moon where the sun and the moon were both in Leo at 16 degrees was on August 8th, 2021. So look back and see what was seated in your life two weeks on either side of that date. The first quarter moon was at... 18 degrees of Leo, where the sun was in Taurus, the moon in Leo on May 8th, 2022. The full moon all is illuminated. The sun in Aquarius, moon in Leo at 16 Leo, 16 of each sign on February 5th of this year. And now we have the last quarter moon with the sun in Scorpio, moon in Leo, 12 degrees of Leo on November 5th. So notice, look at your journal, see if there's a story that had pivot points on those dates. Now, this is a really interesting um, last quarter moon. So if Israel has not already launched the ground war with the eclipse, the global community is is asking them to slow down and stop or, or delay it while humanitarian aid gets into Gaza. So if it has not started yet, I would imagine with Saturn, Saturn going direct in Pisces that it might get started, especially with all of these oppositions like Mercury opposite Uranus um, is happening. You can think about that being a declaration of the land 
battle starting Uranus and Taurus violation of land boundaries crossing these boundaries to go in and destroy Hamas and get the hostages out so we'll see if that's something that happens Venus is also opposite Neptune and yeah this is this could be really really intense this last quarter moon it could also be like so joyful, just like this could be an amazing party. But I just, yeah, just be mindful with the Venus opposite Neptune. I always recommend with that, watch your drink. Yeah, if you're at a party with unfamiliar people, this could be, you know, someone trying to slip something into someone's drink in order to take advantage of them. But for the most part, for most people, I think it could be a lot of fun. I say that because of the combination of the aspects. This is also bar fight energy because, yeah, people get all tanked up on alcohol and, you know, some people may get out of control. So just keep yourself safe, have fun, but be aware people may be acting out of emotions that feel like they come out of nowhere with the Mercury-Mars in Scorpio. On Sunday, the word of the day is defensive. We start the week with the moon in Taurus and Mercury conjunct Mars at 11 Scorpio opposite Jupiter. So Mercury and Mars are conjunct and parallel and they're also parallel the asteroid Lilith. So this is a really intense conjunction and because there's an opposition involved it may be something about someone has to depend defend a position so if like someone challenges you like jupiter can come in challenging from from outside with something about maybe belief systems we're talking about with jupiter yeah just just take a breath before responding and respond intellectually rather than emotionally if you can on Monday, the word of the day is chatter. The moon enters the sign of Gemini at 8.07 a.m. Pacific time. Gemini is mutable air. I think there'll be a lot of talking heads really going on and on about whatever happened this weekend on TV. I wonder if there's something that happens Sunday night. I mean, it could just be like a massive car accident with, with, with all of the energy, yeah, that could be it. Hopefully it's not any kind of attack on transportation or whatnot. It may just be the ground war. I don't know, but there's a lot of chatter likely happening on Monday. This energy could have people quite anxious. So try to use your breath to calm down, meditate if you need to, something like that. Now the sun in Scorpio is trying Vesta and Cancer. So I'm wondering if the story will be just about massive storms causing some kind of chaos somewhere that like get, makes big news. Yeah, but with Vesta's the asteroid of the home and it's in a water sign. So that's why I think home's flooding kind of thing. It's also about devotion. What are you devoted to? Also, there's a component of service. How can you serve? Yeah, the sun spotlights things. This would be a great day to like volunteer for charity or, or, or hold your hand up to join some kind of group at work that has some kind of component of service. 
On Tuesday, the word of the day is delightful. Venus in Virgo is trying Uranus and Taurus. They're both at 21 degrees. So there may be a story if if um, in your life, for me, someone may sign up for my course unexpectedly on Monday or Tuesday, Sunday, Monday or Tuesday, because Venus is trining my, my Uranus on my Mercury in my 11th house. Yeah, so my teaching could get an influx of money, Venus, surprisingly. Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering if that may be one of my stories. That's what astrology, understanding it, your chart and you gives you, you can look at your chart and say, oh, how is this going to show up? How am I going to get some little blessing Venus? Now it's in my third house. So it may just be someone says something nice to me, but uh, it could be resources because it's trining my Mercury in my 11th house. It could be from a friend. Or it could just be because of Uranus on my Mercury, astrology, Uranus, I'm teaching a class, Mercury, someone signs up and there's more money, da-da. Now, it could be something else totally, but there'll be something because it's activating my chart specifically. And I expect it to be delightful. Now, Uranus could be like something really surprising. So for some people, your lover may suggest something like, I'm coming home for lunch and be in your negligee or something like that. Mercury is quintile Pluto. So there can be like a a very welcome and decent proposal for an afternoon delight that uh, comes up for you. On Wednesday, the word of the day is announcement. The disseminating moon at 23 degrees of Gemini begins at 2.48 a.m. Pacific time. Gemini moons are times to share information. What have you learned during this eclipse season? If you want to drop me an email at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com, please feel free to do so and share some of your astrology and action stories. Yeah. Notice if you see people talking in a more animated fashion on this day. Listen, what announcements do you hear? Now, Mercury and Scorpio is King Kung's Chiron and Aries, both at 16 degrees. Hopefully you'll use this for healing, Chiron the wounded healer, rather than hurting or someone hurts you, saying something uh, unpleasant or nasty that hurts your feelings. Hopefully not. Or you could get a note about like surgery, like your surgery date is this date. Could be something that happens for someone. The moon will enter Cancer at 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. Notice if you feel a big shift in energy if you're in a room with people at that time where there's a lot of chatter and then it becomes quiet as we go from water, from, excuse me, from air to water. Cancer is a sign that the moon is at home in. It, it rules cancer. People can have easy access to emotions. Now we have a grand trine in water in the sky. We've got planets in all three water signs, the moon in cancer, Mercury and Mars and Scorpio and Saturn and Neptune and Pisces. So people may be very comfort seeking, looking for security or emotional. This is great time to like give someone a hug if they need it. Give yourself a hug if you need it. Great to take a bath. Do something with clean water. I feel like wash yourself clean. Have a nice meal. Self-care is called for. This could also be a day you decide to invest in an astrology reading. Mercury rules, rules commerce. 
because you want to talk through on or unpack what you've gone through through eclipse season. And it may be a lot about emotions with the water sign Scorpio. But yeah, if desired, go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com and book your reading there. On Thursday, the word of the day is enchantment. This is the day Vesta and Cancer stations to go retrograde at 7 Cancer. That's another reason I thought the Sun trying Vesta, like there could be some really bad storm this week because, you know, five days before or after something changes signs, um, there can be a story. So if you have any water issues in your home, take care of them right away. Some people are going to be discovering leaks. Yeah. Venus in Virgo is King Kung's the North Node in Aries. They're both at 24. So if you meet someone, yeah, you could be meeting someone that that is helpful to you with the North Node. Or and King Kung's just move us in our, to new situations where we have to release and let go of something. So it may be some tension that you have to work through. Like, it's not just like, oh, here's you win the lottery. It's like you've got to let go of something to take on this opportunity. Or it could be like just a bill unexpectedly comes due or something like that or comes in. Hmm. Yeah. Notice notice what you see about Venus topics, relationships, money, harmony. I'm getting something about money with this. This is also the day that Venus and Virgo is opposite Neptune and Pisces. Like you have this unexpected bill from a water leak. Um, yeah, that maybe you didn't take care of. You kind of knew it was going on. Yeah, this could be something that happens. So anything going on around the house, take care of it. The sun is also opposite Jupiter. So sun and Scorpio opposite Jupiter and Taurus, both at 10 degrees. This could also be a blessing, like there's a water problem and you're getting, you call your neighbor, what's the number of the plumber? And they say, hey, I know how to fix this. I'll come over and do it for you. That could be it. Now, there's also going to be a lot of very personal stories around relationships um, where people on the positive, Venus opposite Neptune, you meet someone, ooh, ooh, ah, 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 they are your dream lover, and you can be enchanted by them and what they say. Take it slow. Sun opposite Jupiter, you feel so lucky. They ask you out or you ask them out and they say yes. You make the decision to date. Now, Neptune also dissolves. So some people may be deciding to separate. Notice the financial decisions you make. It could be someone deciding to cancel Netflix with Venus and Virgo opposite Neptune and Pisces. Um, You know, I'm done with this streaming service. On Friday, the word of the day is consequential. Saturn stations direct on this day at zero degrees of Pisces at 12.02 a.m. The moon then enters Leo at 12.20 a.m. Leo is fixed fire. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. There's And also Mercury and Scorpio is opposite Uranus at 21 degrees of Taurus and Scorpio. There's going to be something big that happens on this day of a nature that's something surprising, that brings consequences, tests of endurance. Yeah, it affects a lot of people. Now, the people of Israel, Israel has a moon in Leo. This also could be about Netanyahu. It's in this tenth, the 10th house. Um, yeah, see if there's big news about Netanyahu on this day. 
Mm. Also, the leader of Ukraine, Zelensky, he's got his Mars in Leo. Hmm. We'll see if we hear anything about him on this day. There could be some interesting things that come up. But I like how it will bring forward momentum and something that has been stalled. Ah, Uranus, you can have a quick turnaround around it. So notice what happens. On Saturday, the word of the day is rewards. This is the day of the last quarter moon at 12 Leo at 1.36 p.m. Pacific time. Mars and Scorpio is King Kong's Chiron and Aries at 16 degrees of the receptive sign. So uh, I don't, this, this weekend or the end of this week could be pretty chaotic. So just use your intuition, keep yourself safe. Um, if you feel uncomfortable, do not ignore the spidey senses. Get away from wherever it is that you are. Cause yeah, last quarter moons is a time. It's a crisis of conscience, consciousness where you integrate what came before, but it's also this tense. The sun and the moon are in square and people can be taking actions and they may be impulsive with Mars and, and, and that could lead to someone getting hurt, Chiron and Aries. Okay, so keep yourself safe. That's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 